Welcome to Red Zone DFS Week 3 NFL. It's Thursday, 9-24. We're going to go through all of our positions, who we like, who we don't like. Um, we're going to try to get you guys a little bit of a chalk report. Um, it's a little rough on Thursday doing that, so pay attention to our Twitters throughout the weekend as updates of players we might be pivoting. Um, so we're going to start off with quarterbacks here. Uh, Jimmy, why don't you uh, lead the way? So quarterback for me, um, this is one that I'm, you know, still struggling with a little bit um i'm gonna play kyler murray uh i've just decided that i'm going to do that every single week and you know whatever he's he is the lamar jackson fantasy producer of the of you know 2020 right lamar was that guy last year you know now it's kyler um he's gonna be my expensive guy uh uh, Cam Newton, I'm going to have probably 30 to 40% exposure to versus the Raiders. Um, I know that, you know, the Raiders look like they were great. They played a great game against the Saints. But, you know, new alarm Drew Brees is kind of starting to show up. Kind of like Peyton Manning's last year where he just couldn't throw the ball. And I think we kind of know now why, you know, Michael Thomas runs slants all the time. Um but yeah, so Cam Newton, and then kind of one of my cheaper guys dropping down a little bit. Um, all indications are that he is going to start. Um, and I'm just reading some news right now that Anthony Lynn confirmed today that he is going to start again, and that's Justin Herbert. Um, you know, $5,900, he, he can run. He's extremely proficient at throwing the ball. Um hit across the board the chargers receivers have some of the top matchups uh this week so those are gonna be my three guys right now kyler murray um cam newton justin herbert i'm gonna have some more exposure to some other guys but right now that's that's kind of uh kind of it um yeah that's it for me you, you, I know you have a good, pretty good pulse, uh, more than Joe and I on kind of the chalk report. What, what's it saying for Russ and Dak? Because I'm just kind of curious if that. So, uh, high right now, the projected highest tone quarterback is going to be Kyler Murray, and that's at 20 percent only. Um, okay. Russ is looking at about 16, and Dak is looking anywhere about 13 to 15. Wow, so. interesting. Okay, I thought they'd be higher. Um, yeah, you know, this is, this is uh, again, it's Thursday, right? So Thursday, Friday, you know, final practice reports haven't come out yet. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, so w- we'll see what happens. But I think that they'll end up being chalkier, um, especially depending on – I think a lot of, like, single entry and three max tournaments that we play, uh, people are just going to – almost play it like a cash game, I think, in some of the bigger tournaments and just say, look, like Dak scored, you know, 45 points last week. They're going to look at the same chalk reports we're looking at. You know, most people are and go, oh, he's only going to be 16%. This happens a lot in golf. Is like, oh, 
this guy's only going to be super low owned or, Oh, he's not going to be that chalky. And then come Sunday when everything locks, he's like 28% owned because like everyone thought it was like a sneaky, right. like mm-hmm. a, yeah. kind of a play. Right. So that's yeah. kind of where we are with chalk with, uh, with quarterbacks. Um, okay. You know, no, nothing crazy other than that. Like you have to go all the way down to like Cam and Josh Allen that, you know, 10 and 11%. Okay. Give me all of those yeah. guys at that price. So yeah. Okay, Vinny, what do you think so, was your could you guys this week? I like Kyler a lot. I I was heading into this looking to fade Russ and Dak, and it's not obviously because they don't have big game potential. I thought they'd be pretty chalky. It seems like everybody I, I listen to and see wants to get a piece of those two, but I don't know, man. I I think there's other ways that those teams can score and like control the game with their running backs and and things that I don't. I'm just not going to pay up. Like, it's just not really what I do at quarterback. So I, I'm probably fading those two. I do like and have interest in Cam. Um, I do like Matt Ryan. And Matt Ryan at home, um, I mean, he's been going pretty scorched earth uh, so far. Um, I honestly don't even really mind if Julio's in or out, uh, which we'll get to receivers and talk about that. But I have some interest in Matt Ryan. But – the two guys that I'm really on the fence about and I want to pull the trigger on, um, but I'm very nervous on doing it and getting contrarian is going um, simply for game flow. And I'm looking at Stafford if Galladay is back and I'm looking at uh, Mitch. Uh, I think those two games are prime. Risky? I think those two games are prime shootout games for a pay down quarterbacks. So they're going to have to throw Vinny. Uh, I played Mitch Trubisky in week one. It did, mm-hmm. it did not go well for me. So uh, well, any time that Mitch Trubisky is going to potentially have to throw the ball like 50 times, like I might just take the other quarterback. What do you yeah. mean? Trubisky went for almost 25 points in week one. I yeah. think that game flow is going to be a little different in that game. Um, I think Chicago, their best bet is going to try to slow that game down. And when we get to running backs, that's where I'm at there. I get that, but but Atlanta and Chicago's defense is still legit. It not is it? it I don't. They're grading know about out really dude. well still, man. I mean, they're not they're not the two years ago Bears that were just shutting down every team and scoring twenty points for fantasy game. Obviously, I just don't but think Atlanta. They're a lot has stronger. A, I just don't think Atlanta has a choice. They 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 signed Gurley and it just ha- like that hasn't worked either. This no, no, team, they've been giving him the ball over 17 times a game. You guys they, just can't move. They have, but like <laughs> Matt Ryan has gone for 29, 30 points in each game. Like yeah. they they are a throwing team. Like they are going to want to throw on the fast track at home. Like their only shot is is scoring points because their defense is absolutely trash. And so mm-hmm. that's my only thought on Trubisky is again if this guy's going to throw it 40, 45 times. I mean, I'll pair him with Allen Robinson and just go in the opposite direction than most. Like, if people are going to play Ridley and, and get all those points and, and Matt Ryan, then why not take just the opposite side of that for half the price, you know? Sure. So that was sure. my thought. And then same thing with Stafford. I need Galladay in to, to pull the trigger on that, but it's the same thing. If Kyler's yeah. going to be running absolutely wild and going nuts, like, Stafford's going to be chucking it. Um, right. So, so that's my Galladay, thought. Galladay has been a limited participant Wednesday and Thursday, which is more yeah. than he's been all year. Um, I think he's playing on Sunday. I think it's going to take a setback like before the game or something, right? Yeah. Um, I What's, think I think Stafford's just been missing passes, which is totally unlike Stafford. And it might be just because he only has Marvin Jones to throw to. Yeah, he's got one receiver. 
the Lions offensive line has actually been grading as one of the top offensive lines in pass protection this season. And that might blow you away because Stafford's just been missing passes. But I'm really big on Stafford this week. I think Arizona's defense is suspect. Um, yeah, their offense is legit. But I think Stafford can have one of those weeks this week against Arizona and could be playing from behind as well. If he has Galladay and Jones in there with Hawkinson, I can see Stafford having a huge game. Yeah. So, so. again, I'm definitely not lock button. I don't feel great about both of those plays. And what scares me even more is I need to feel really good because Galladay, they have the late game. So we might not hear of his status until like noon, right? So Yeah, but this this week is a week where you're not going to get trapped. You can late swap. There's five late Mm -hmm. games this week. So it's not like the past couple weeks there's just been three Right there, there's five late games and and honestly, pretty fantasy relevant late games. Right. So, I, I think you'll be okay, especially if you want to late swap onto somebody else. He's in a range where there's a lot of attractive players yeah. there. Yeah. So, fifty nine. Yeah, Joey. Who do, who do you who do you got for your your? Yeah. So Stafford with? Stafford's one of my top guys this week. Um, banking on Galladay playing. Um, you know what Stafford at forty sixty four, I believe. 100 6300 mm-hmm. i mean i don't like paying up for quarterback he kind of fits the bill for everything arizona's defense gives up a lot stafford's getting protected he's not getting hit a lot um you know and it's matt stafford you know he's not going to stay off forever um the guy's going to start hitting passes here my second guy is jared goff going all the way down to 5700 i know it's the bills defense but i just think these are two really good teams Dude, that might have a little- mark you know, they have – he's been going off, man. That offense looks good. They do look like they were two years ago. Um, I really like the golf Robert Woods stack this week. Robert Woods going back to Buffalo, and Robert Woods is just one of those guys that feel like he's always going hit to hit the floor. Um, those are my two main guys, and I'm kind of spreading out everywhere else. I do like Big Ben this week with the Steelers against Houston. I know. Um, he's, he's a guy I feel like I need to roster more. Um, and another guy is Tannehill against Minnesota. Um, Tannehill's still priced super low. Minnesota's terrible, and the only scary part about Tannehill is do they give the ball to Derrick Henry 40 times, and does Derrick Henry get three or four touchdowns, right? That's the scary part about Tannehill, but I feel like I need a roster more Ben. I need a roster more Tannehill, but my top two guys are Stafford and Goff as of right now. Okay. I like Ben. Ben, I had Ben on my sheet here, and I was just unsure of it because I'm just afraid that they can – I thought like they could just hand the ball to Connor 30 times and take care of business. But even in those games, Ben still throws the ball 35, 40 times. Yeah. He has over 35 attempts in every game. (laughs) So I like that. Um, Yeah. So uh, let's. uh, Is there anybody else sneaky or anybody else that like you just are going to throw out there as like a 1% owned like. Yeah. I think Burrow. I think Burrow, Cincinnati, um, but he passed yeah. the ball over 60 times last week. Um, <laughs> Philadelphia's only strength is their defensive line in their run game. Um, I don't think they're running the ball at all. They're going to get behind early. This is going to be the week everyone in the NFC East goes like, oh, Philly's the real deal, even though they're not. Um, but I think that he could, Burrow could potentially throw the ball over 50 times, and I'm stacking him with Boyd, which has run the second most routes of any receiver in the NFL so far. Um, even though he's not getting the targets, you know? So I think that's my sneaky, like 1% type stack. Um, yeah. I, I think, I think honestly, Joey, if you're going to play that, you might as well just double stack with Boyd and AJ green, right? Uh, a- AJ green leads the league in air yards. 
which if anybody doesn't know what air yards are, who's like listening, that means he's, he's ran the most routes and had the ball thrown to him. He hasn't caught it. Right. But he's been targeted <laughs> when the ball has it's gone. It's a huge as, setup for fantasy, man. Yeah. I mean, look, it, the usage is there. The targets are there for AJ green. Right. Boyd has undoubtedly been producing more because a lot of those passes aren't as long, but they're still taking deep shots to AJ green. Yeah. Like we got to remember like the first two weeks, this is a brand new quarterback who didn't get to play any actual live games with these guys. And Burroughs looked pretty good. So like, yeah. I, I actually like that quite a bit. And then you can, and then it's pretty easy to run it back with uh, Miles Sanders on the other side. And you get your nice yourself a nice little game stack. Yeah, exactly. So you, you're kind of talking, Burrell. I mentioned this guy on our little group text earlier today. I'm just throwing it out there. I don't think I have the, the balls to do it, but I am – if I'm not going Trubisky, like I want one of those one percenters this week that has game flow like upside is the Eagles have to win this game. I, I would not be afraid to go to Wentz. And I would Absolutely. Just, and I would just play him with, honestly, Ertz and Goddard. I would just double tight end it, uh, which would be super contrarian. And yeah, this is, this is a team or the Bengals got shredded by the Browns on Thursday night, like ground air. They did whatever they wanted. Like, I know the Eagles aren't this bad. Like they're going to get right. And if they want any shot this year, Mm -hmm. like they have to get it going. So yep. here's the big thing. So the, uh, the Bengals, two interior defense alignment, we got Geno Atkins and Dan- Mike Daniels. They missed last week, mm-hmm. and they still haven't practiced this week. Yeah, they right. are veterans, so we got to see what, it, what their um, practice participation is tomorrow on Friday. But if Atkins and Daniels are out again, Philly could go off this week, especially on the ground. And yeah. I, well, no, but I, I think, and we'll get to it, like I love Miles Sanders. I, my guess is he's going to be huge mega chalk, that's why I'm kind of thinking like that leverage play of like, you know what, while everyone goes Miles Sanders, like why not take Wentz in these tight ends or even mm-hmm. Deshaun Jackson and say, you know what, like maybe Miles Sanders has a great game, but doesn't punch those into the end zone yeah. and Wentz throws for three or four, you know, like, or runs one in. You know, I don't yeah. know. Uh, yeah, Alshon, Al- Alshon is doubtful again. Um, and so is Jalen. And no, so is Jalen yeah. Rieger. Right. Uh, so you got Deshaun's Alshon's the number the one. Yeah, so you got Deshaun's the number one. I love a Wentz Johnson or yeah Jackson Wentz Ertz stack, um, or a Godert for Ertz, whatever. But that little triple stack there, I love it. It's a sneaky one for sure. Yeah, and he's so cheap. Like I know Wentz has had some issues, but um, what is he listed as? Um, he's at fifty eight hundred. Yeah. So I mean, he's right there. Like, I, I don't think, you know, you're definitely not overpaying for him. Like, Justin Herbert's $100 more. Like, I get it. He had a good game, but come on. Like, mm. guy is going into his second start on the road. Like, you know, just saying. Yeah, like, for sure. Throwing it sure. out there. All right, boys. Let's uh, move on to running backs here. Okay. So, so yeah, so we were kind of talking about running backs. I'm just going to run down who's going to be the chalk and what ownership is looking like. We got Zeke coming in about 28 to 30%. Miles Sanders, 24 to 27%. Derrick Henry, 24 to 27. Drake, 24 to 25. Uh, Jonathan Taylor, just above 20%. Jarek McKinnon, 20%. Uh, and then Mike Davis coming in at about 16%. Joe Mixon. This is, this is really going with my plays. <laughs> Joe Mixon, 16%. Josh Jacobs, 14%. Uh, and then Melvin Gordon, who I will not be playing, is right yeah. along with Dalvin Cook 
who I will be playing at 12%. So that's kind of where we're looking at. Who are the top three, Jim? You said Henry's going to be up there. Zeke is projected to be the highest owned. Miles Sanders, Derrick Henry, and Kenyon Drake are the top four highest owned running backs. Okay. So for me, we've been talking about Miles Sanders. Like this is one that I'm just going to play. Um, The usage is there. I really don't care that he's going to be 27, 28% owned. Uh, I'm going to play him. I'm going to play Derrick Henry and I'm going to play Kenyon Drake and I'll, I'll find my discounted ownership somewhere else. It's okay to play high end chalky guys when, when they're just in smash spots, right? Like, we already talked about some of the ways that you could get weird with it with the Bengals stack and then play Miles Sanders or hell, you could even play Miles Sanders with Ertz and and Wentz, right? As as kind of a triple stack. But like I'm much more willing to play a guy like that than I am to play Jarek McKinnon at twenty percent when yeah. I can play Jeff Wilson Jr. at, you know, three percent ownership for four thousand dollars yeah right Mm -hmm. so like i i think too a a contrarian lineup is going to be like if you know because miles Sanders is only sixty four hundred dollars so like you could start your lineups like miles sanders Kenyon drake and then like another like six thousand dollar running back right and then that that's contrarian right there because not a lot of people are going to do that a lot of people are going to get you know, one of these top end running backs, and then they're going to go looking for something else. Right. And then they're going to drop all the way down to Mike Davis, or they're going to, you know, drop down to Jarek McKinnon. I don't think a lot of people are going to play two, two guys in the six thousands this week. I, I just don't really see that happening. so you can really get yourself, you know, differentiated in ownership that way as well. Yeah. And bouncing off of that, um, I am one of those guys that's staying in the six thousands this week. Um, yep. I really like James Conner this week. Um, that first week, I think, scared a lot of people. He tweaked his foot or whatever. But last week, he came out 16 carries, over 100 yards, and a touchdown. I think he had three targets as well. He's going against a Texans run defense that is borderline pathetic. Um, it's terrible. <laughs> and the big thing for Pittsburgh is DeCastro is back this week. That is one of the best run guards in the league is David DeCastro. And he's for sure coming back this week. He's a full participant Wednesday and Thursday. Um, so I got Connor in a heavy amount of lineups there at 6,800. Um, Miles Sanders, I'm getting chalky with. I don't care. Um, I'm with you guys, especially if Atkins and Daniels are out. Um, that's just a smash spot. Screw it. Another guy that might be a little sneaky that I'm really high on is Montgomery for Chicago. Um, the Bears run offense has actually been grading super high on PFF. Um, all their linemen are actually grading high in the run and, and Montgomery's getting the looks and Atlanta's run defense has not been proving anything. So at 5,700, that's the lowest I'm going to go at running back is, uh, for Montgomery. I got some Henry just because I feel like even though he's, um, high owned right now, he might go down cause he fucked over a lot of people last week. Um, so he might go down a little bit. Um, I think one uh, thing, those are too, my guys. I think one thing too, we got to mention when we're talking about ownership is, you know, there's just not a lot of people looking at ownership, you know, there's still, you know, even some of the single entry contests, like the $12 single entry, there's still 29,000 people in that. Mm -hmm. Right. Like these people aren't looking at like, Oh, well, Derrick Henry's chalky. They're going to do exactly what Joey said. Right. 
they're going to look at him and be like, oh, well, you know, I paid X amount for him and he lost me money last week. I'm never playing yep. him again. Right. That's why I like him. Like, exactly. 100%. I think he's in a spot this week. And the thing is, Henry just hasn't gotten a touchdown this year. He's getting the carries. Nothing's changing there. His volume is the same. He's yeah. just not getting touchdowns. Tannehill's been throwing them. Um, there's going to be adjustments. Minnesota's defense is terrible. Derrick Henry could get three touchdowns this week. I mean, Absolutely. it's as simple as that. <laughs> so, so, and then we were kind of talking to one guy I forgot to mention that I have in a ton of lineups. I also have a lot of Connor, but I also have a lot of Austin Eckler. Yeah, I'm not so scared as, of that split. Um, as, as, long as, as long as Herbert is playing quarterback, I'll play Austin Eckler. Yeah. Uh, I don't care about the split. Um, if, if it's Tyrod – I, I will not play Eckler. He just, yeah, the offense he, isn't moving. <laughs> they're not doing anything, right? Yeah, and, and the Panthers' so, defense is fucking garbage. It is, so without bad. a doubt, the worst-rated defense in the NFL, player by player. Um, Brian Burns is literally their only positive-netted defensive player. So even if Eckler only does touch the ball 15 times, um, he still might outscore all the other running backs. Yeah, so and Eckler's one of those guys, too, that scores from – you know, he, they've been giving the ball to Joshua Kelly – in close, but like he normally scores his touchdowns from, you know, 30, 20, 40 yards out. Right. Yeah. Like he's not a guy that like, he does score some, if they give him the ball, he can score by the end zone, but they're just not right now. So mm-hmm. um, yeah. The only other guy for me to drop way down is I am going to play some Jeff Wilson jr. Um, he's $4,000. The Niners are, they're playing the giants. The Niners are decimated at running back. Jarek McKinnon is is a player that Kyle Shanahan wants to have around all year and be a big part of their game plan. Jeff Wilson Jr. is not, right? He he's not part of the Niners long-term program or plan, right? Like he he's just not. So uh, those are those are basically going to be the only two warm bodies in the backfield. I could easily see them just giving the Jeff Wilson the ball 20 times and just saying, "Hey, have fun with it. And against the Giants defense, I mean, you saw you saw what happened last weekend against the Jets, and I think the Giants have a worse run defense than the Jets do. Um, that's what the numbers say. But, Vin, where yeah. are you going for running back? So, I'm kind of with you guys. I mean, I do like Henry. I'll try to get him into as many lineups as possible, but I'm not going to force it. Like, yeah. I, I think as much – even if they are chalk, I, I said this last week, like I don't mind eating running back chalk because – so it's the few like one position that I can guarantee touches and I can guarantee like a floor, you know, yes. so just give it to me and get me into the, like into the dance and I'll figure it out, you know, with the others. Mm-hmm. And so I think on my Henry lineups, um, if he's going to be that chalky, I'll probably, well, those will be the ones that I'll pair him with like my, my Trubisky lineups, you know, my like totally different contrarian, like quarterback receiver stacks. Mm-hmm. Um, but I do like Taylor a lot. Uh, the Jets are absolutely horrible. I mean, Mostert yeah. took the first play of the game 80 yards against them. Like, I, they're just so bad, dude. And I think Indy, with that offensive line, is just – they're not going to, like, risk anything with Rivers throwing three picks like he could. They're just going to mm-hmm. pound New York into oblivion. Like, yeah. um, so I like Taylor a lot. I really like Connor. Houston's run game – or run defense is terrible. Sanders, I'll be all over. I do like McKinnon, um, the and Jeff Wilson's on my list as well as far as my one major paydown guy. But the one guy that's a little sneaky that I like, if Zach Moss mispracticed last two days, 
and if he's not going to play, I'll go yeah, big on Singletary at forty nine hundred yeah. of that Bills team. Yeah, uh, that that that'll be a, that'll be an absolute smash spot if if Moss can't go and he's just going to get all of that. I think though, if if you're going to play that, I think you almost have to play uh, Allen with him to make sure that you just get all of the rushing touchdown equity from Buffalo. Because if you just play Singletary by himself, mm-hmm. it, it he could get sniped two or three yeah. times down by the goal line by Josh Allen. Well, yeah, Allen's going to run in every ball that he can. I, mm-hmm. I know. So. so that's why I'm saying, like, I think if you're going to play him, I think you almost have to play um, Josh Allen with him. No, I hear you for sure. And I think it would be more of a play, like, in that sense where you say, look, I'm cool with 50 yards on the ground. Uh, maybe you get lucky and he pops one in and he catches five, six, seven balls, you know, dumped down for the Rams. You know, I got to – my yeah. thought behind it would be like Aaron Donald's going to be in his face quickly and he's just got to dump that ball. Like, Yeah, but like if, if we're looking in that range, like that that's a great direct pivot off of McKinnon. Same price. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. But it comes at like 12 to 14% less ownership. For sure. And that's why right. I'm, I'm hoping that like Moss, that news comes out early because I think a lot of people might think that and pivot and it, it, at the very least it will balance out and take McKenna down some, you know, like, yeah. um, so that's where I'm kind of leaning. Um, you know, I was really debating on Zeke and Henry, like who's going to be my up top guy. Um, I'll probably only have 30, 40% shares in one of them. I'm just going to pick one and, and, go with it yeah, because I, mean, I my favorite build right now is I can start every lineup with Taylor Connor and Sanders and just go to the, you know, just take the squares and just move on, you know? Yeah. Yeah. I mean, so. if I'm looking at my bills that I have so far, like it's Sanders, Drake, Connor, Sanders, Drake in the flex, Henry Wilson, Eckler in the flex, Eckler, Sanders, you know, Eckler, Sanders, Taylor yeah. in the flex. I mean, I'm just, I'm just not like a Drake guy. And I, and I know he had like a really good year last year with Arizona. I think their offensive line sucks. And I think Kyler, they're just giving him free reign to do what he wants with that offense. Like I, there's nothing wrong. The play is obviously way down in price and Detroit sucks. Like that's going to be, a, you know, a high flying game, but I'm just I'm just not a Drake guy, so like I'm just not playing it. I mean, last last week against a pretty good, I mean, he's played two of the best like running defenses in yeah. San Francisco and Washington, and he's 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 gotten sixty and eighty six rushing rushing yards. Like mm-hmm. they're they're using him, right? right? So, I mean, I don't know. I think that game's going to be more of a shootout than people think. Just kind of like we were talking about earlier. Um, it, I, I don't love that he's super high owned. Yeah. But like, again, like I'm not playing them all over the place. And in the, in the lineups that I do have Drake, I have other weird guys like Galladay, right. Who's projecting at like 6% ownership right now. I just don't like, like Drake being chalk. If Drake was going to be like five, eight, 10%, like for Fair. me, I totally get it. But like, I mean, I'd rather play like a chalky uh, Miles Sanders or I'm going to play a chalky – like I'll play a chalky McKinnon, the only show in town pretty much in San Francisco, than uh, Drake yeah. where there's like Chase Edmonds. And then Kyler, the same thing as Josh Allen, right? Like 
you know, they could be driving and, and, you know, he could be, Drake could be getting the ball all the way down the field and all of a sudden Kyler just takes off for 40 yard scores. Well, yeah. So, I mean, the, 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 I only have Drake in two lineups. One of the lineups that I have him in, he, he, it's with a Murray stack, right? So, yeah, I get, I get the play for sure. I just, um, at least how I have it right now, my player pool, I don't have Drake in there, but maybe that's something I should take a look at. I have Drake in one or two, but I'm not going heavy on him. You know, I feel like I got to yeah, have yeah. him a little bit, but that's no, it. it's like, it's like a 20% play for me. You know, yeah. I'll, I'll have him in probably, I'll end up probably having him in three lineups. I have him in two right now. So, um, and I still right. have about eight left to build. So. All right, guys, let's uh, move on to receivers here. All right. All right so we're going to start with chalk. Uh, most expensive receiver, DeAndre Hopkins, is going to be projected to be one of the chalkiest receivers for good reason, yeah. uh, but only, only about 22 to 23%, so not too bad. Uh, Lockett, next chalkiest receiver. Uh, Amari Cooper at 21%, which is just – I'll just keep fading Amari Cooper, which is mm-hmm. fine with me. Deontay Johnson, guy I really like, 18%. DK Metcalf, part of that big game. Uh, high projected total, 17%. And then Nikhil Harry, cheap wide receiver, 16%. That's a fade for me. Oof. Any, yeah. any, any, any really low-priced receiver, like I'm cool just fading them if they're going to be over 10%. Like I'll just go find somebody somewhere else, right? Mm-hmm. Um, Gallup, 15%. Uh, Julio, 15%. Thielen, 15%. Edelman, 14%. Uh, Christian Kirk, 13%. Allen Robinson, 10%, which is – I love to hear that. Mike Evans, 12%. Uh, T.Y. Hilton uh, with the uh, grandma scolding narrative uh, at 12%. All uh, in. Uh, yeah. Did you just, all you know, out. Like, dude, no. <laughs> Even the grandma no. knows he's trash now. No. So, look, so look I'll, I'll, I'll start here. Uh, I'm definitely going to play T.Y. Hilton. Like he's fifty six hundred dollars. I was playing him last year when he was, you know, seven thousand. Right? Again, the first two weeks of the season, like I think, are still kind of enigma an enigma. And I, I just don't know if we we think we know everything right now, but we're not. We just we just don't. Right? Yeah. Um, Edelman is going to be another big play for me. Uh, he's going to run a ton out of the slot. The Raiders slot receivers are absolute trash. Uh, they just can't get it done. Uh, so, you know, I, I like that. Tyler Boyd, again, is going to be one for me as well. Um, I agree with Joey there. Um, the best wide receiver matchup on the board this week, highest percentage, like everything across the board, is Keenan Allen. And I will be playing a ton of them because Herbert. Uh, mm-hmm. him and Herbert just have some sort of connection. Um, and he, and like I said, per, you know, the matchup tool on, uh, on FTN fantasy, which is not something that is like the gospel, right. But it's something that you can use to kind of delineate, you know, where you're going to go and to break some ties, but he's got a matchup grade this week. Very, very top of 91.5. The second best matchup of the week is DeAndre Hopkins at 73.9. So, like, by all metrics, like, again, Carolina's defense is absolute hot garbage. So, those are going to be my guys. I'm going to play some Hopkins, like I mentioned earlier. 
he is some chalk that I'm going to be playing. Um, and then some lower owned guys that I'm going to be going after Adam Humphreys running out of the slot. Oh boy. I like that play. Yeah. Especially I like that play a lot more, especially if uh, John o. Smith is not going to play. He practiced um, today, by the way, he's back. So he, Johnny's playing, man. He, he, well, okay. Maybe. Um, but Terry even McCl- with, he, even with John in, he still got his targets last week. Yeah. Exactly. So um, Terry McLaurin is a guy that I'm just going to play every week. Uh, Blaine Haskins. I know Joey, he's your favorite player. Um, but I, you know, my but, most favorite, I'm going to buy a Jersey soon. I, I mean, I think you should, <laughs> but I mean, again, McLaurin had, you know, over 20 points last week in, in a game that, you know, against uh, what everyone thinks is a good secondary, but you know, they're just part of their game plan is they're just going to take X amount of shots to McLaurin every week. Um, and then I know you said you like Robert Woods, Joey, but the guy I'm going after in that Rams game, is Cooper cup. Um, I know, you know, it seems like they're just going to go to woods a little bit more. Um, but I just think that cup is a guy that's, you know, a playmaker for them. I think they're going to watch, I think Sean McVay is going to watch the film after the first two weeks and go, man, like we just need to try and get this guy the ball more. Right. He's like, he's a dynamic playmaker. And I think that the Rams are going to be down quite a bit. Like I think Buffalo is going to kick their ass this weekend. So I think they're going to be down. So I think that the game flow is going to go in their favor that Goff's going to be throwing a lot. So, and just real quick on that, uh, I did hear something today. Tredavious White is obviously one of the best corners in the league. He's going to take Robert Woods, and Buffalo's biggest liability is in the slot, from what it sounds like in the first couple weeks, and that's where Cup plays. So, But the biggest thing with the Rams, the only thing that never scares me with the cornerback matchups with the Rams is they just succeed on crossing patterns and getting guys open. I get it's it. not necessarily, oh, Robert Woods is against Tredavious White mm-hmm. and he's going to be running like hook patterns and stuff. It's like, For no, sure. he's running crossing patterns through zones, settling in. Yeah. That's the whole Rams offense. So the whole cornerback matchup doesn't scare me with the Rams. Yeah, no doubt. Um, I just like a few other guys. I mean, I'll get to my guys, but there's yeah, just yeah. a few other guys I like right in that range that I think are just better plays for me. So I'm not going to play probably Cup or Woods, but I get it. Like, I, I get a big – I feel like Woods is always kind of like – he's my staple guy. You know what I mean? I feel like he always needs to kind of be in there. Um, but I mean, he, get, last, he gets the last targets. Week, like he I gets get the it. targets. Last week got what uh, – Higby got the three touchdowns in the red zone. That's not happening this week. Um, I'm fading Higby. We'll get there. I think Woods is going to make a comeback this week. I mean, Woods got a rushing touchdown last week. Yeah. You know, I, I think McVeigh is always just trying to get Woods the ball in any scenario he can, and I love that, especially in GPPs. And yeah, Woods always goes 6%, 7% owned. He's never a high-owned guy. For sure. That makes sense. Um, um, another guy I'm really big on, we talked about it earlier, is Galladay. Um, I think he's going to go low-end, just low-owned, just because he's coming off of an injury. Arizona's defense is suspect. Even Patrick Peterson's not playing that well right now. And who knows, I could turn around this week. Um, Hopkins is my chalk guy. I have him in three out of my ten lineups so far. Um, one of the guys I'm paying down for is Darius Slayton. Um, I know the Niners defense is great, but I'm feeling Giants are going to be down and who the hell else they're going to throw to, but Slayton and Ingram. Um, And Danny Dimes is still going to huck and chuck, man, you know? So, and Darius Slayton is always good for hitting one post route for like 70 yards and a touchdown. So for sure. Yeah. I really Um, like Slayton. Yeah. No, I keep going. I'm sorry. Uh, No, you're good. Um, I'm paying down for Humphreys in a couple. I got Juju. I got Deontay Johnson and different lineups. Um, and with the Herbert thing, Jim, I'm going more Mike Williams, paying all the way down to 4,300. 
I know he didn't get a lot of targets last week, but, you know, he's got that potential and he's not on any injury list finally. Um, mm-hmm. So those are my guys. Okay. So, I mean, we're on a lot of the same. I mean, obviously I love Hopkins. I, I you know, I'll play him in every Kyler lineup, obviously, but I'm probably not going to play him outside of that uh, just from a price per- point. Um, Ridley, I like a lot. I, I think he's honestly right now, like just humming at like kind of a matchup proof thing. Like Matt Ryan's just going to feed his ass the ball no matter where he is. Um, the, as far as some other high end guys, um, I do kind of like Juju. I think he's going to be a little sneaky if everyone's flocking to Deontay Johnson, like he's still getting mm-hmm. the, the big targets there yeah. and he yep. could erupt at any time, obviously big time. I like DK Metcalf. I like Edelman a lot. Um, I just don't think I don't think the Raiders are as bad as everyone thinks. But I just I, I think Edelman, until further notice, is still the best slot corner in the game or slot receiver in the game. And I, yes. uh, no one has shown that they can stop him. And when Cam has a guy he's locked in on, like that's going to be a two man game just going forward. So mm-hmm. yes. I love that. I can see Cam literally throwing to Rex Burkhead and Julian Edelman every play. Well, dude, I mean, Edelman had his most receiving yards in a game ever last night or on Monday night. And, like, and Jimmy mentioned it me? earlier, the, the Raiders struggle covering running backs and they struggle covering slot receivers. Um, yeah. If the Patriots didn't have this weird-ass backfield they always have, I'd be targeting the running backs going against the Raiders every single week. For sure. So and It wasn't just a Kamara thing last week. Like, it's, it's been happening for years. Gunther just gives up little dinks and dunks, and it goes for so many yards. Yeah, so I, I love Edelman. Um, Galladay, again, I need to kind of wait and see a few more days until, see, like, see how he's going to – you know, if he's going to play, if he's going to be limited or whatnot. Uh, love Allen Robinson. Um, part of the reason why I like Mitch so much. Keenan Allen's smash spot, obviously. I do, Jim, you said a name that I really like this week, uh, Scary Terry. Um, he's cheap, and, dude, that, guy, that guy's got such upside. Like, the Redskins are going to be trailing in just about every game they play. The well, Browns are the Browns, good. too. Like, so Haskins knows he can just at any point just chuck it up, and, you know, I think McLaurin is legit. Um, so, with that, I'm so on the fence. With, I'm sorry. Go ahead. I was just saying, I'm just finishing off. I really like C.D. Lamb. Um, I just think he's the best receiver, honestly, of that bunch. I mean, he's the number one re- rookie receiver in every category right now. Um, paying down Corey Davis, Humphreys, and I'm all over uh, Gage for Atlanta. I think even yeah. if Julio plays, this is going to be a Julio game like all like he's been all year where it's like runs two routes and limps off the field on third down. Like – uh, I'm not Very playing possible. Julio. Just give me Gage. Um, he's yeah. still, even with Julio, seeing huge target share. So yep. I think that game shoots out. And if that's the case, I got to go with my gut and play play Gage. So, so. so a couple of real low, low price guys. Um, I mean, I talk, we've all talked about some like more expensive guys and like how we're fitting them in. Um, I'm playing a little bit of CD Lamb at 5,400 to get some exposure. Yeah. to the uh to that big like total game um i'm also gonna play <laughs> you guys are gonna be like who who uh kj hamler over oh, denver yeah he's he the speedster man he is the dead man he claims that he runs a four two this is a guy that got hurt before the combine hurt before his pro day and and slipped in the draft because of it with no Cortland sutton like this is a guy that like 
he could catch a slant and just go to the house. And at $3,000, that's all I need is one, one 50 yard mm-hmm. reception. He doesn't even have to score. And you know, that's two X right there. So, I mean, he has like legitimate upside. It's a risk, right? But if he's going to burn me and get a zero, I'm paying the min and it allows me to, to pay up elsewhere to know that like, look, like if I pay down for there, like I can go get, you know, one of these like expensive running backs and play them with like an expensive wide receiver. And, you know, yeah. looking at the chalk report, I mean, I mean, KJ Hamler is going to be like two or 3% owned, right? Like okay. that makes you- me feel better because I've heard his name on two different shows this week mm-hmm. and it, people were just kind of like tossing it out there. And I was like, He's okay, his shit, man. again, like we talked about last week, if every single show comes out and says like, this guy's like 1% owned, like that guy ends up 20 by the end of the week. And I hear you. Like, I don't know why I'm so nervous to play a $3,000 player. Like I get like, that because could of value Driscoll. with two plays. It's Jeff well, Driscoll. Yeah, I mean, it's Jeff Driscoll. So Jeff so Driscoll like, missed like two touchdowns last week. <laughs> Just so wide don't, open. Don't, I mean, look, I'm by no means like playing KJ Hamler like all over the place, no. right? But there are some guys down here at the men. So um, I like Michael Pittman at 4,000. Yep. Michael Pittman got, what, six targets last week after Paris Campbell went out. Um, the only scary part about that game is they're up. But again, all it takes is one red zone touchdown, and that's what Michael Pittman does. You know, and at four thousand, yeah. all you're looking for is that one kind of big play, um, and he's going to be on the field every play. So yeah, I just like, don't think Rivers looks good at all. Yeah, he's not looking good right now. Which scares that's me. what scares I, me like, away from all. That's what scares me away from Ty, dude. It's not Ty. It's Rivers. Rivers looks what, like shit. No, for sure, and and like I think. The, that very much, like I said earlier, why I love Taylor is like they could be up by ten points, and Rivers throws a pick, and Frank Wright is just like, "I'm done. Like I'm not throwing the ball the rest <laughs> of the game. The Jets are horrible. Yeah. They won't beat us. Like I'm running the ball forty times." Like, so the other know. the the other dead men guy that I'm going to play in maybe one or two is Mohamed Sanu. Um, new 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 first game last week, but he did play thirteen snaps, right versus the Jets. He's had, you know, another week of practice. I mean, again, this is – the Niners aren't rolling out anyone, like, sexy out here, right? So, like, if he's going to play, I mean, I'm going to play him in a lineup or two because for $3,000 against the Jets, and if Nick Mullins is playing, like, I, I'm that's, yeah. that's just going to be somewhere where I'm going to use to gain leverage to play – to pay up at other positions. Yeah, and one more flyer um... – and this only, I have a little strategy to this. I might be overthinking it, but it's Brian Edwards at the Raiders. He's not getting the targets, right? He had one catch in week one, two catches on Monday night. He looked good. I just have a feeling Bill Pilichek's going to say to the Raiders, if you're going to win, you're going to have to throw to the outside. It's not going to be to Waller, right? Yep. It's not going to be over the middle, and you're not fucking running the ball. I have a feeling between the hash marks, Bill Belichick is going to clamp the Raiders like a motherfucker and make Derek Carr actually throw outside which sets up for Brian Edwards. At 3,700, he might get a lot of targets. He might get some red zone targets. Again, I'm not rostering him in 30% of my lineups. He's like a one lineup kind of guy, GPP. Uh, But I feel like there's some upside there. I mean, he's on the field every play. He runs the most plays of any receiver on the Raiders. Um, But similar to like you were saying with the Ravens last week, like who is your guy that you like? uh, I didn't end up playing Boykin. Yeah, he – 
I, I don't know. He ended up getting like nine points or something, but yeah, I no just, idea. Yeah, but it's a, that's a different situation though, because like, you know, I, 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 I think what Joe is saying has a lot of merit, right? Like For Bill sure. Belichick is not. He's your, not going to let Waller win the game. 100%. No, he, he's going to watch that film and be like, okay, like I'm going to take away your security blanket. Mm-hmm. Like I'm not going to let you throw it to this guy 15 times and yep. let him have 13 catches like it that's he's just not going to let him do that so i think brian edwards or even if you want to pay up a little bit more um if rugs is active he's playing every he's a he was full participant on wednesday and he was limited today but they're saying that was just to monitor him so he's okay. gonna be full go on sunday okay i mean yeah at you know what is how how expensive five thousand yeah, yeah, he's a good day. pivot for a lot of guys. Like he's a good Slayton pivot. If if Slayton goes super high on Sunday morning, I might pivot all my Slayton to rugs. Here, here's why I'm not doing that, and it's just because Belichick is obviously like, if NFL coaches can't figure him out, like us three aren't either, you know. But like history kind of just shows like what he probably will do is put Gilmore on rugs and double team Waller and just say, yeah, but Gil- go beat but, me with someone else. But that's and fine. That's I like mean, Brian we Edwards. just saw, did did. I mean, but Gilmore, yeah, I mean, Gilmore and company didn't look great against Seattle. No, no Gilmore's but, scoring really low right now. <laughs> his, his coverage grades are shit. I hear you for sure. I mean, I think DK Metcalf is a little bit uh, more proven than Ruggs. Like, yeah, obviously, sure. again, he's a guy can fly and everything, but I'm just saying, like, I look at the matchup and, like, I know he didn't really do anything last week. You, just, you mentioned Mohamed Sanu, like, I'll play a Brandon Ayuk for 4,100 versus the Giants. Like, at least I know no one's going to cover him. I don't know what's going to happen, but. Yeah, and see, that's where I'm at with. That's what I just like about Edwards, man. Again, he's on the field every goddamn snap. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, and that's where I'm at on Edwards. Um, He's got the highest run blocking grade, which isn't great for fantasy, but he's not coming off the field. Yeah, makes sense. You know, so it gives him a lot of potential. And again, I think Belichick's going to say, if you want to win, you're going to have to go to that guy. Totally. All right, guys, let's move on to tight ends, huh? Let's do it. All right, I'll um, off here. Do it. Um, do, it, do it. So, similar to the uh, KJ Hamler play, I know he's pricey for a tight end, but I think a guy who's going to be really sneaky and uh, Driscoll, who sucks, is just going to dump it. And Noah Fant has been amazing. He's like a beast. 19, 20 <laughs> points a game. He's the, he's the outlet. When he gets the ball in his hands, he looks like a receiver. The guy um, looks like a man amongst boys on the field. Dude, and he's like, what, 5,400? Like, for me, it's like, 51. okay. Or 51, like, I can wow, fit that in. You know, like, yeah. I don't need to go. I mean, as much as I like paying down a tight end, I think, like, him and Urch and Janu, like, that, like, low fives, high fours is where I'm going to kind of sit. Um, and just, uh, I think that might be a little different, right? Like, yeah, no, so John is definitely going to go a little bit uh, yeah, under-owned. Fant, Fant is looking at only about 3 to 4% ownership right now. That's um, insane. I, know, like, it, I like the Goddard-Ertz play, but I just – the thing that kills me with that is I don't know which one. You know what I mean? Like, that sucks. <laughs> so like, here's – Ertz is still getting – Ertz is still getting way more snaps than Goddard, and especially on passing Goddard. plays. And that's where Goddard – He's good there. He's French now. No. <laughs> Is it good there? Good there. Hey, so. we smoke a different cigarette. <laughs> oh yeah, good there. So good there. Yeah, I mean, he might, he might give, he might steal a touchdown from you. But I mean, Urs is still going to be the guy that gets I know. the targets, and Godair is the guy that gets the four targets. Right? Yeah, so I'm not scared sure. of that either. You know, so here I've got some easy fades. 
based on ownership right now. Uh, Chris Herndon, 11%. No thanks. Nope. Um, After Derek, watching the Jets last week being a Niner <laughs> fan, I won't touch anyone on Unless that Jameson Crowder is fully healthy, I'm not touching Herndon. Did you he's hear out again? Did you hear what Adam He's Gase, out again this week. Did you hear what yeah, Gase, he's out again, so. Gase said today they asked him, like, who's playing it on playing, and he said anybody with a pulse. <laughs> he said oh, anyone with good. a pulse better like, be ready. Dude, that team hates him. <laughs> he hates the team. Like, that's the most toxic situation I've seen since, yeah. like. No thank you on, on him. Hey, um, um, Darren, Darren Waller, 16%. Like I'm, just, I'm fading him this week. Yeah, I think Belichick's going to clamp his ass, man. I mean, Darren Waller's the real deal. Don't get me and wrong. Then, he's awesome. And then everyone and their mother is going back to Logan Thomas. I know he's only $3,700, <laughs> but he's projected at 19% ownership right now. Uh, I will have zero Logan dude, Thomas. Dude, okay. And so this is where I want to talk about Aikens for the Texans. Mm-hmm. Okay, so that's your dart throw this week. Huh? That's my dart throw, dude. But he's down at like 3,400, I think. And he's got like the third most routes run of any tight end in the league. Yeah. And I'm sorry, like Deshaun Watson has no one to throw to. And Aikens is stealing catches. He's getting card targets. He's getting touchdowns. Um, Aikens is definitely my dart throw that might go like 3% owned. So if if uh, Doyle's out again, I'm going back to Mo Alley Cox. Mo Alley. 3,800. <laughs> Yes. Um, and then a guy that I'm absolutely going to be playing in a few lineups this week is Drew Sample. Yeah. Um, Cincinnati's tight end at 3,500 mm-hmm. at like 1% ownership. Again, it, it, it's like the KJ Hamler play, right? And this is even a better one because he's actually going to get some volume because he's their starting, he's their starting tight end. I mean, I know no one knows who the hell this guy is, but that's okay. Yeah. Right. Um, we, we talked about how we like Burrow. We talked about how they're going to throw the ball, you know, 50 mm-hmm. to 60 times. Well, I mean, if they're going to throw the ball 50 to 60 times and Drew Sample can go, you know, four for 60 and then maybe, you know, fall his way into the end zone. I mean, even if he doesn't, if he can get 10 points, like you're rocking and rolling with that. Like, mm-hmm. I mean, the person, a lot of, <laughs> I mean, you look at last week, you know, uh, Paris Campbell got hurt, but there's a lot of people who won GPPs with Paris Campbell in their lineup at, you know, 0.7 points. So yeah. Drew Sample at 3,500 points can get me five points, six points, seven points. Like, I'm going to be over the moon for that. Yeah. Um, and then one guy that, I, I mean, if he's healthy, I'm playing him as George Kittle. He's projected at 3% ownership right now. Yeah. I'm sorry. If if he's healthy and he is active, which I, I like that the Niners are playing the morning game. Mm-hmm. I, I can make sure to find out that he's active. But, like, that's just a guy that, like, I'm going to play. Um, they also are six, not going to trot him out there unless he is, like, good to go. 100% so if healthy. he's playing, exactly. he's ready to rock. Um, so. And then my last, my last guy I've been looking at, like, I like Fant. Um, I like TJ Hawkinson. This week, I mean, we talked about it. We like Galladay. Yeah. We like that uh, Detroit passing situation. I got him paired up situation. with Stafford in one or two, uh, yeah. two lineups. Yeah. He's just 5,300. And, like, I'm going to go back to Drew Sample and be like, you know, can can Drew Sample outscore TJ Hawkinson this week? Absolutely. And that's almost $2,000 in savings. You yeah. can't say that same thing for certainty with, like, a running back, right? No. But Will, like, Will is – Will Another... a $6,400 running back in Miles Sanders, like, 
he's almost guaranteed to do better than a $4,400 running back this week. Yeah, that's, that's true. I think the one thing that I like about these 5K tight ends, like, is I, for me, I feel just, like, really safe that I'm getting 10, 12, 15 points out of them. Like, it's a Are you? Like, so, Hunter, Hunter Henry at 51, 5,200 is a so lot. So, so I know you guys are probably off this guy because you guys are Niner guys, but Evan Ingram – um, he's faced two of the hardest defenses in the NFL between Pittsburgh and Chicago in his first two weeks. He had seven targets week one, eight targets week two, and now he has no Saquon Barkley and they're missing a receiver. I, again, I think he's getting eight-plus targets again. It has nothing to do with, oh, the Niners are great. He's going to get eight targets, and one of them might be a touchdown. Yeah. Um, so my, He's my usually priced thing, higher. He's at 5000 right now. Um, I, I, just, one of those, I, one of those I like that. I like I, that. My my only thing with that is that the Niners, where they got hurt, was not in the secondary and not at linebacker. So their their pass rush got hurt, yes, um, which inherently will give the offense a little bit more of an edge. But their their linebackers are still pretty fast, and their safeties yeah. can still cover pretty well. Um, that's the why old, again, yeah, like this I isn't think, a this isn't a matchup play. Right. Yeah. It's just like, it's hey, just Evan Ingram's good. The Niners are good, and the volume's going to be high. You the know? only reason and I'm for the best, I'm just not touching the Giants, and I'm same reason why I'm nervous to touch Denver is like, uh, like for the Giants especially, I have no clue what to expect without Saquon Barkley out there. Like, they could be the Jets, or they could air it out, and Danny well, and, Adams could and be their, freaking and their awesome. coach is a yeah. joke too. So, so like, I just I, I'm trying to avoid situations that like I have no clue what to expect, and just like. Like you said, I mean, you talked about earlier with Keenan Allen, like having a connection with uh, with Herbert. Like he, I mean, eight targets for eighty three yards last week with uh, with Hunter Henry at forty eight hundred. Like, the, I I just dig it. Like I I think mm-hmm. you know we talked about Carolina just being a complete dumpster fire. Like, no, I, I, imagine, I like, you know I like the Henry play. I'm gonna have Henry in a couple. Um, I like I said, I'm gonna play Herbert. So you know, right. I, where the, especially the lineups where I play Herbert, I'm just gonna play Henry. Yeah, um, yeah. That, that's just an easy, easy match for me, right? So yeah, yeah. That, and I'm, I, mean, I want to play fan. I just feel like I ha- I'm do I have like six tight ends, and I'm yeah, just, so I just can't play them down, all. Though. I mean, maybe it is something where I just play them each in like two, three lineups and just balance it and say I don't know. My I mean, tight ends are really out. balanced right now. It seems like everyone's in two. You know, um, yeah. so I think I'm just going to balance my tight ends this week and hopefully one of those lineups wins it all. Well, it's just such a high variance position. Um, yeah. Like, like we're talking about, like Drew Sample could potentially outscore, even if Kittle plays George Kittle, right? Mm-hmm. You can't, and you can't really say that for running backs or you can't really say that with like a hundred percent certainty with wide receivers or quarterbacks. It's just, it can be so high variance. It's like, yeah. You know, well, and, why, and you're just, you can get screwed by different things. You know, like a pass rush is just completely melting down the offensive line. Like they keep your guy in the block, you know, and yeah. it's like all of a sudden yeah. there is five less targets, you know. So you're kind of – it's it's totally out of your control. I, that's why I hate going all in on tight ends. Yeah. So. All right, guys, let's, uh, let's wrap this up with some defense, huh? All right. Joe, you want to lead it off? Wrap this um, up? Yeah, and I know you guys are hating on this like crazy, but one of my favorite plays this week is the New York Giants on defense. Um, I do not like paying right. up for defense. Um, and I'm like looking – I've had a really hard time with the defenses this week. I've been looking through, and it seems like everyone's shit. But I just like the Giants' position this week. Um, Nick what Mullins, stands out to you about the Giants? Forget the Niners. 
They actually I, have solid interior defensive linemen. That's the only thing that grades really well. And they have the number one quarter do. right now that's graded out um, in Bradbury. Bradbury's been killing it out there. Yeah. Um, so okay. I just think it's just one of those weeks where the Niners, um, they're so goddamn unhealthy um, that the Giants just might not – defense might not be on the field that much. I don't know. You know, I just – for a low-owned team, I want to go Giants against Nick Mullins, right? And they don't have any other running backs. Um, yeah, Shanahan's going to dial some things up and they're going to score some points for sure. But I'm just looking at some turnovers, tip balls, sacks, things like that. I think yeah. the Giants get some positive points this week because they've actually been getting sacks and some turnovers – even though they've given up a lot of points. That's where my head is. I just can't really, like, pick out any other defenses. I'm like, oh, yeah, they have turnover opportunities, you know? I've got a yeah. few. That I'd, um, I'd love to I've hear got, I've I'm, got, I'm, like, I've got, <laughs> I've got five defenses that I'm on. Five? My God, like, man. Like, in the pool, I've got, two, like, <laughs> one or two that are up higher. I've got, like, one that, or two that's in the mid, and then I've got one that's, like, more pay down. I so. honestly just think – I've got three defenses I'm playing this week. Well, why don't you go, and then I'll, I'll wrap up. I, if I'm paying up, I'm paying up for the Steelers. Mm-hmm. If I'm paying down – or my, or I guess my, mid, my mid-pack team is Washington, the football team. Yeah, I got Washington in one or two, too. And then if I'm just paying like – potential. And then if I'm paying all the way down – I'm sorry, I've got four. I'm either going Falcons or Eagles. Right? The Falcons? I'm, uh. If you're going to tell me that I can pay $2,800 for a defense and get 50 to 55 times of Mitch Trubisky maybe throwing me the ball, I'll take that all all day. Dude, if that's your case, I would just go to the Jets against Phillip Rivers right now. (laughs) Yeah, seriously. I mean, hey, that (laughs) that honestly, Joey, might be the best I might play that. I might play that because I do not like paying up 2,000 for defense, right? You can get so much better players and better value at every other position where it's like most of these teams, defenses around the league have just been getting shredded. So what did the Jets score last week? Let me look. Defense? They're they're defensive. They got seven points in week one and four points in week two. If if they give me four points this week (laughs) versus Phillip Rivers – Sign me up. They've gotten three sacks in each of their last games. <laughs> so it's I'm, not like I just I just put the Jets into a lineup. I'm playing the Jets in at least one lineup that I've yeah. been making while we've been talking right now. Um, <laughs> to be totally fair, like their only shot to score is like a punt return. Right? So like fuck it, who knows? Look like, at their defensive like, coordinator, dude. They're just gonna like send nine some plays, you know, and surprise a team and get a sack, get a turnover. I mean, that's all they can do to try to win. So yeah, I can see I'm the gonna, Jets defense doing some things this week. I'm gonna try to play real football teams uh on Sunday, unlike you two degenerates. Uh I will be playing some Colts defense. Um again, I watched the Jets play football last week and I'll be playing some Colts uh D. Uh I will be playing some Chargers because I think Carolina is completely screwed without Christian McCaffrey. Uh, I'll be playing some Patriots because Derek Carr on the road on the East Coast uh, against Belichick, give me that all day. And I will be playing some Washington football team because I think the Browns are a figment of everyone's imagination and they smoke the Bengals and that's cool. Like Bengals have the number one pick. Give me, give me the Washington football team. Uh, Did you, Did you mention the Bucks at all? Yes, I did, I did. not. But that was interesting. Yeah, I, did. I saw Tampa. Okay. On there. I'm interested yeah, in the, I'm interested in the Bucks as a payup just because of Jeff Driscoll. But yep. that, that <laughs> that's one where like 
I think it's worth if you're gonna pay up for the bucks, you just pay another three hundred bucks to go up to the Steelers. Yeah. Unless that three hundred dollars is going to get you a player that you have to have in your lineup, um, then you know, okay, then that's yeah. fine. Go yeah, for, for it. Sure. Do it. Um, but I on the road. I like to try and play home defenses with when possible. I know there's no fans right now, yeah. right? So that, that that doesn't really like matter a whole lot. Um, but look, I I'm here's the reason why I'm playing the Jets. I'm making this lineup right now, and I had everything built out but my defense and my flex, right? If I play the Steelers, I have a max of 5,200 that I can play in my flex. Mm-hmm. Okay, so those are guys like. You know, decent players. Deshaun Jackson could be a good call. Johnu Smith. You Slayton, know, Ma- Ruggs. Yeah. Slayton, Gage. You could play another tight end to play Zach Ertz, right? Yeah. But if, if you put the Jets in, that mm-hmm. now allows me to go ahead and play basically anybody who I want. Yeah. I could play 7, Ridley. Man. And look. You could probably get to – Jonathan uh, Taylor. Taylor, yeah. So the reason why Connor. you're playing the Colts, right, is the same reason why I would rather pay, play Taylor. Mm-hmm. And you're going to pay $2,100 more for the Colts. I think I can get more yeah. out of Taylor points-wise than I can playing the Colts defense. No, I totally sure. understand it. And I, I don't disagree with it. Like, the Jets are absolutely, like, an embarrassment to the NFL. But if you're going to go down, like going all the way down to 2K, like I totally get that, you know, and just yeah. take it and just hope and pray that, you know, they get a couple sacks, maybe a pick, and they just keep the game. Like Indy beats them 20 to 10, you know, like that's well, possible Rivers, for sure, you know? Phil, yeah. I mean, I, I think, I mean, that game in particular is really interesting to me this week. That's a huge um, spread too. I, that's something weird about 11. that. It's 11. I know. It is 11. I mean, I know that the Jets are just like, you know, Satan's afterbirth. But, I mean, it's just like (laughs) 11 points for a professional football team playing the Colts who really haven't played anybody and, you know, lost Um, to the Jags week one. Yeah, to be fair – the they Niners, just got smoked by Miami. The Niners yeah. are missing like 15% of their team heading into the game. They lost another 20% during it, and they still smoked the Jets. I, like, I the, get the that. The Jets, dude, I are – I mean, pretty soon you're going to start hearing yeah. that, like, we won. I think that's just more of a – I, I think that's more of like a straight-up out-coaching situation on top of that, too. I think it's everything, um, dude. Personnel, you know, like the coach. Nobody wants to be there. It's just – if Crowder doesn't play, like, they barely have NFL-caliber players other than, like – Becton yeah. and you know a few guys so like I don't know I, mean, I, I, I see the play though for 2k like I know what you're saying like if you can get a Henry or a Taylor instead of yeah Sean and that's Jackson, all and like, that's all I mean, it is it's like yeah I mean yeah, the reality is I, if you're not... scoring if you're scoring over 15 points on your defense mm-hmm. it wasn't because you knew more than anybody else totally you know it's no. like that defense got a defensive touchdown or a return touchdown or something fucking wild happened you know yeah and that can happen with the Jets, a fumble recovery for a touchdown. Who mm-hmm. knows? You know. Yeah. So at two thousand, I prefer going down than going up, and uh, that's just my strategy. Yeah, no All doubt. Right. I think All right, guys, about wrap it up. That does it, yep. boys. We'll uh, we'll be giving updates, obviously, through us through our Twitter and social media throughout the weekend. Yep. But DFS Joey Levine uh, at JJ McIntosh. 
And I'm Vinny Levine, 29. Follow us so uh, we get our high-owned pivots going throughout the weekend as more reports come out and injuries come out, guys. Follow us on Twitter. Have a good night. Later. Later.